Hello everybody and welcome back to Making Sense of Marvel. I am here with Miss Kingston Mixon. And today we it's a very, very exciting episode. I'm excited. Are you excited for I'm this? I'm so too? excited about this episode. So we're gonna be doing Black Widow today. And also, Kingston has a podcast. Go ahead and I do. I have a little podcast where we review books. Um it is a spoiler included podcast, so if you're not with that, that's okay. It's called Peppermint and Paperback. It's on Spotify and Anchor, just like this one, and I'm so excited about it. So, yeah, if you want to go check it out, do it. So, yeah, definitely make sure that you guys go and check it out. If you're new to Making Sense of Marvel, welcome. Welcome. Um, I don't know that people would be starting out with episode 10, but, <laughs> you know, you never know. Um, welcome to this podcast where we are going to be debunking and just overall like going over some like common marvel myths and just overall topics about marvel movies that we find super interesting yes so we're gonna go ahead and get started because we got lots to go over ladies and gents i'm kind of nervous <laughs> don't be nervous it's gonna be fun okay problem solved all right we're back we had a slight hiccup but we're back we're ready to get into it so, the first question that we have, well, I guess it's not really a question, it's more of a, a, we have discussion a general points. discussion, yes. Um, mentioning the first time that Natasha was introduced in Iron Man 2, and just her overall character and how she's grown. Okay, so I think definitely in Iron Man 2, she's introduced kind of this sexy secretary who is really only there to throw off, you know, Pepper and Stark and just make everybody a little bit uncomfortable. And then even throughout Iron Man 2, she definitely kind of grows into just this awesome, super powerful female character. Yeah, I think that her identity is definitely um, changed because she is going undercover for S.H.I.E.L.D. specifically right, right, in Iron right. Man 2. Um, but I do think that her character development has changed tremendously. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, Especially within, like... With the Black Widow movie that came out, um, where you got to see a lot of the things that make her who she is, and a lot of the mm-hmm. events that kind of shaped her as an individual, yeah. as well as just within, like, even the Infinity Saga, with, like, the amount of, like, trauma she had to go through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I think all of those things really helped shape her as an individual. Yeah, so... Now focusing more on just, like, the Black Widow movie itself, but also her history. So, like, her childhood. Yeah. Um, as we know, she had a very rough childhood. Yeah, no kidding. Um, she was, as far as she can remember, she was put into the Red Room, yeah. or as far as um, the details give us in the movies. Um, she was born, basically, into the Red Room, um, and she's, like, switching, quote-unquote, spy families, but her sister, Yelena doesn't know that yeah um and it's not really her sister if you haven't seen black widow um big spoilers <laughs> i'm just we probably should have said that in the beginning um, but it's fine we're learning we are learning um so yeah what do you think about that uh i think well okay first of all the red room is a terrible organization yes um i think everybody can agree on yes. that child spies is probably never a good thing uh I think with even with her saying like when Yelena is getting put in and she's like no she's only I think it was 6 she's only 6 mm-hmm. da, da, da. 
And oh, that line almost made me burst into yeah. tears. And Alexi's like, you were younger. Like, that just proves how small she was when she went into the Red Room. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we can probably yeah. infer that whenever she was in the Red Room, she was probably four or five. Yeah. Considering from Alexi's Which is crazy, teeny, tiny. Yeah. Like, Imagine having to, like, train a toddler in, like, martial arts. Yeah. Do the kick. <laughs> Except they were not, like, little, okay, little Johnny, this is what we're going to do. No, they were like, they were like, you better bah! do this or you're going to die. <laughs> one of those little situations. Also, I think it's one of our points, but the imagery in the opening credits. Yes. Oh, my gosh. What the crap. Yes. Ow, pain. Um, the Nirvana song, Smells Like Teen Spirit, which is, honestly, it's not one of my favorite songs, but that cover of it made me cry. Honestly, Um, same. Oh, gosh, it was so beautiful. I was watching it for the second time, um, and my mom came upstairs, and she was, um, it was just me and my sister, we were just gonna watch it, and my mom came upstairs, and she was just coming to tell us goodnight, but then she wound up staying and watching the whole movie. It is definitely a movie that sucks you in. Um, How long do we think that she was in the Red Room for, going off of that topic? Oh, a very long time. Yeah. When, uh, because, yeah, so, like, but yeah. Sorry, sorry. This is hard, because even though Natasha was in the Red Room, during that scene, whenever Milena has gotten shot... And Alexi's like, and you were even younger. That little spiel. Um, do we think that Natasha was still in the red room at that point? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I think was most definitely. Or was she already done with the program and was just doing it a second time? Because even in the clips after that, it does show them like on the little bus or caravan or whatever yeah. they're in, and um, it's kind of like a storage being tortured. Yeah, it really was. So I think that they kind of. I think what happened was that they had put her out to, like, probably get Yelena and be like, hey, here's your little family. Go recruit this little girl. Do this. So I think that's what that did. And then they had to get her back in the facility, Mm -hmm. obviously. So I think that sequence was, like, a sneak her back in kind of moment. Yeah. I I completely agree. Um, uh, Going off of Yelena, like, thoughts about her? Yelena, I love her character so much. I love her. She makes me so happy. Um, I, we're both older sisters. Yes. And I am a sucker for a sarcastic older sister, sarcastic younger sister, because that is me and my sister's dynamic. Yes. And if if you know me or my sister, you know the you know the vibe. <laughs> um, yeah. So. It's just kind of one of those things that, like, they she reminds me so much of my sister that, like, it touches my heart. And especially when she's like, you literally left me. Yeah. And Natasha's trying to explain, well, that's not what I intended. It's like... She just doesn't sucks care. Sucks to suck. Mm-hmm. That's what you did. Mm-hmm. And that reminds me of, literally, me and Sadie. So, oh. just one of those little <laughs> weird dynamics. How do you feel about her? Um, I love her. I think she is such a powerhouse. She um, is. She is just absolutely driven. And in the scene, whenever she is so brainwashed by the Red Room, 
But then that girl just, like, gives her that little puff of whatever that yeah, was. the neutralizer. The neutralizer. It makes her, like, open her eyes and realize, oh, my gosh. And then I think that it's proven even though that, like, once she gets out of it, she's so upset that she killed that widow. Yes. And I think that is a great proof of empathy. Yes, that because even though that they're brainwashed. Yeah. And they don't feel empathy for them whenever they're, like, literally stabbing the person like as soon as she came out of it she 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 broke down she did everything she could to help but Mm -hmm. there was nothing she could do at that point yeah she was like bawling crying like trying to like help her but what was that line that the girl said um it was something like uh, i can't remember um it was something along the lines of like we should have watched this movie together before we filmed this. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, my gosh. But, I mean, the last time... I watched it pretty recently, so I still it's still like fresh yeah. in my mind. But I'm just terrible at memorizing lines, even though we both do theater <laughs> and are supposed to memorize lines, and I have a show tonight, so... Anyways. Yes, it's just one of those things. It's just one of those things. But she said something like... Like go help as many as you can, or like don't do not quote me on this. Y'all don't come for me, yeah. but um, leave down in I don't even know. Are there comment sections on no. Anchor? No. Oh bummer. Um, I know this is episode ten, but this is actually our this first, is episode first episode that, that we're, we're filming. So. We are in the copy room at our school, and yes. we're just like we don't. <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, um. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay, getting, like, on, like, the romance topic, what is going on with her and Bruce Banner? Like, what do we think is happening? I have a love-hate relationship with this dynamic. Do we ship it? Right, as of right now, do we ship it? As of right now, I... As of right now, like, I just watched the first Avenger movie. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm, like... Question mark. You know, because they just have... I know you guys can't see me, but I'm, like, flapping my hands back and forth in confusion. (laughs) But, like, it's... They just have one of those iffy dynamics. Like, she's the one of... She's, like, the only person who can calm him down. She's one of the only person who can rile him up. Uh, He can't even control that half the time, but, like, she can. I think what has happened with her... And this is just, like, a little conspiracy. But I think... Because, you know, like, there's Bruce Banner, but the Hulk lives inside of Bruce. Yeah, they're different people. I think that the Hulk has fallen in love Oh, I think with that's most definitely a real um, thing. But, and I also think that Bruce has also fallen in love with Natasha. Because there is that scene in, oh, what, is it Infinity War? Where Natasha's saying that she can't have kids. So, like, oh. why would you want to be with me? I can't have kids. Which is a very oh, old-fashioned yes. way of thinking. Um, well, it's it's valid. It That's, is very yeah. valid. But, like, just the fact that it's like, I'm no use to you if you want Well, I'm sure that kids. she was probably conditioned to think that way. You know what I mean? Yes. In and, the, yeah. You know, like, sure when you're in like, the yeah, red room, they just, like, deterrent. rip out all your organs. Yeah, they're like, what it, how does she, she's like, they take the uterus, they go chop, 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 with the ovaries, <laughs> and the snip, snip, snip. I think that's And Alexi's very, like, oh, no, no, I no. I think that's no. one of the funniest scenes in that movie. Yes, it's hysterical. It's very funny. But I think that they were probably conditioned to think that way as, like, 
well, no man will want you, so why would you even go after them kind of thing. Yeah, which also goes back to show, like, that little still, there's still some Red Room training mixed into her brain. Yeah, most definitely. And even still, like, she's trying to forget her time in the Red Room, but at the same time, she's also a trained assassin and loves what she does. Um, But I also feel at the same time, like, she doesn't love killing the wrong, like, killing the right people. Yeah, right, right. Which is what she was doing when she was an assassin. Okay, also on the topic of relationships, her and Clint. I hate this one. I hate this one so much. I want to point out that she made us put it in here, and I made a firm no, but it's in here anyway. Oh, I, okay, I know y'all can come for me. I'm fine with it. But I do think that there is something going on with her and Clint. Even though Clint and Laura are married, they have children it's fine their relationship is beautiful i'm not gonna say that there isn't something going on because the cliff scene in infinity war absolutely proved that exactly i just say i don't like it they were both willing angry they were both willing to die for each other which is true love right there whether it is like strictly like platonic like yes like i love kingston but it is a very like platonic it's a platonic love love you know what i mean maybe not like a like a romantic love yes. between Clint and Natasha. But the fact that they were both willing to die for each other kind of shows, in my opinion, in my eyes, some romantic twisting or yeah, some romantic see, involvement. I think that there's definitely some sort of relationship there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a history. Maybe there was some stuff that went on in Budapest. Or that, whatever. Okay, that question is coming later. <laughs> that question is coming later. We or will whatever. get to that in a second. But um, I, there was probably something that happened later, mm-hmm. I think. And then it kind of, like, manifested itself in this ride-or-die situation that was, like, I mean, ride-or-die, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so now we will get to Budapest. So first of all, first of all, it's not one of the questions that I have. But do you think Budapest, like Natasha, or Budapest? I just say Budapest because it's funnier. I say Budapest. If y'all, if, it, if there's anybody watching that is actually from Budapest, please tell us. Please tell like, us how to pronounce this. Send us an email or yeah. something. Um, so, speaking of Budapest, like, what happened in Budapest? Like, was do we think that there was an affair? Because because in the subway station, they were hanging out in that little ventilation area in the subway for... Like, what did she say, four days? It was either two days or four days. I think it was probably four days. I think it was four days. Um, Or was it weeks? Two weeks? Oh, we really should have watched this movie beforehand. (laughs) You know, it was kind of an extended period of time. One of the two. Um, But... Um, I, I don't know, like, maybe that just strengthened their relationship because they were both in, like, a possible deadly situation. See, that's what I would think. Because they were hiding out up there, but hiding from who? Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. So I think there was definitely something going on there. And Because even with that, like, if I spent four days with any human (laughs) in an airment... (laughs) You know, you would have to get used to each other and get to know each other pretty well. Yeah. So that you don't, like, actually murder each other in yeah. the air vent. So. I don't... 
I don't know. It, it, this is a hard question to answer because there's a lot of you Marvel fans out there just like us who are like... <coughs> Sorry, I have bronchitis. <laughs> who would absolutely say, yes, there's an affair going on. We ship it. We love it. But there are some of y'all out there who are just like, absolutely not. There's no it's way on me. planet Earth. He's married. He is married, but I don't know, was he married before Budapest? I don't know, but I really like his daughter, so... I know, I, I love his daughter, up. she's like a mini Hawkeye. And do you think that the new Hawkeye season's coming out, do we think that maybe it will explain something that happened in Budapest? I, I hope so. I hope so. I just want to get the joke. I, I just want to, like, be all about this inside joke. I know, there's like, because they always mention Budapest, and I'm like, okay, what's the joke? Yeah. I haven't read the comics. I haven't either. I've been looking which, for them, yes. but, like, I can't find them. I don't know where to find them, um, but I believe if you can go on Marvel's website, and I think they have them on Marvel Unlimited and also on Marvel's website. So, yeah. That was a topic to discuss. <laughs> okay, Kind of back to the Black Widow movie now that Fair we've enough. discussed the relationship. Gotta bring it back in. Yeah. Do you think that they should have helped Alexi out of prison? Oh, that's a good question. Um, that's a really good question. I think they would have had to. Why? Okay, because, like, they didn't know where Mama was. Mm-hmm. But Alexi did. Mm-hmm. So, and I know that you disagree on them going to... What's her name? Melina's. Melina, yeah. Melina's. Hang on, I gotta let Noah in. There's another person. We'll be right back after a brief intermission. Pop some popcorn. Have yourself a little drink. But it probably won't be then when you watch it. And we are back (laughs) again for the second time today. Um, Okay, so. uh, Yes, Alexi. Out of prison. Yes. So I think he would. I think they would have kind of had to. Because, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. He, I agree. Yeah. And I think, I know you disagree about them going to Milena's. And, like, they, because she turned him in, but I don't think that they could have even gotten into the red room if she didn't turn them in. That is a very, very valid point. Um, I do not think that they should have gone to Milena's house. Um, I do think that it was pretty necessary for them to release Alexia to prison since they did want to go to Melina's house and they did want to find the red room um oh well I mean I guess now I'm kind of like changing my opinions because it's a very valid argument like saying like because they had they had to they wanted to take down the red room they wanted to know who what it was and the only way to do that was to find Alexi but Alexi little did they know they didn't know he didn't know where the red room was. Yeah. So they were like, oh, um, Alexio, no, he was, like, best pals with the red room leader. But in the end, it wound up being Milena. And Milena did turn them in, but before but they came. But got them to the red room. It did. And, they, I mean, Milena eventually came around and was like, you know what? These are the closest thing that I have to a daughter. Yeah. So... I think she turned them in, and I think that she also regretted turning them in as yeah, well. Yeah, no, and I don't, I, it, it's possible that, like, they might have, I know that there was a plan after she turned them in, mm-hmm. but it's possible that there was a plan to turn them in, like, even with just her and Natasha. Mm-hmm. Okay, should Natasha have blown up the Red Room? 
the original one, like, the first time? I don't know. I think that's your what, question. I think that's, I think that's what we said when we were writing it. Okay. Like, with his daughter. Well, she was ordered to. She didn't have... I mean, she gave the all clear, but she... At that point, there was no going back. And whenever she said all clear, she did regret it. But, um... Oh, no, we were talking about the current Red Room, because she did blow it up. But... Okay, I have this no This is a idea. question mark. This is... This, uh, this whole question is a little... This question is to be able to decide it by you, darling viewer. Yes! Please. So... What do you guys think should have happened? <laughs> do we have another question, or was that our yeah, last one? Yeah, no, we have more. Okay. Um, Let's continue, then. <laughs> I think we did already answer this, Um, but did Natasha abandon Yelena? Oh, well, um, yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Um, I think she did abandon her, but I think she had to abandon her in order to save her. Yeah, Um, I kind of see that, but I kind of think that, like, I don't know. Like I said, I see this as, like, a me and my sister relationship, which mm-hmm. is a terrible way to personify this movie about <laughs> assassins. But it's, like, how I do it. But, like, gosh, I don't... It's just one of those, like, really hard scenarios that, like, we weren't in there. We don't know the circumstances. Yeah. And they honestly were not very detailed. No. Uh, in giving us the circumstances. Yeah. So it's just kind of one of those things that it's, like, I think that... It's possible other things could have happened, mm-hmm. but I also think it's very possible that it was the only option. Because the plane that the girls were in blew up, and didn't it blow up, and then they all started falling out of the sky? No, or was they that landed. Just, no, they landed, but Yelena, Yelena was falling out of the sky for some reason. Oh, she stuck the metal pole yeah, yeah, in, yeah. on top of the helicopter. That's what it was. Yeah. Y'all, I swear, we should have watched this movie before. <laughs> um, and Yelena is basically killing herself in order to free the Red Room, is what she was planning to do. Because she says, this was fun to Natasha. And Natasha's like, no. Yeah. Um, we need so to I, put a lot of trigger warnings on this. Yes. We need to put, like, spoiler warnings. Trigger warnings. Yeah. If this, if we're triggering you, y'all, please leave. Don't, I'm sorry. We are not I'm worth so sorry. your mental health. Just, yeah, you just <laughs> do your little thing. After it's we're okay. already, like, almost done with the podcast. Take a, take a little self-care. <laughs> it's all right. Oh. Um. But, so, in a way, I don't think that she abandoned her because Yelena had a plan. Yelena was going to follow through with her plan no matter what. But I don't think Yelena had a plan, like, until she got released. And even then, she got released. She made the plan with Natasha. And then she kind of did the whole stabby thing, like, (laughs) on a whim. She was like, this is the only way that my highly trained brain sees the way that this can work. Okay, (laughs) <laughs> and then it blows up in her face um yeah so this is this is also a question mark question do you guys think that i think you have to coin the term question mark question now. i think that i do because sometimes i just say things and i don't really think about what i say and so also this is i will reiterate again this is the first episode <laughs> yes. that we're recording um okay thoughts on Kind of shifting the focus a little bit. Okay. Thoughts on Mason, Natasha's little. Oh, I love guy. him so much. He's the sweetest little thing. Oh, I love him so much. I okay. Do we think 
he's kind of like into Natasha? No. I think he's just like a really weird, like a flirty friend. You know, we have those friends that we flirt with. <laughs> a flirty friend. Uh, but he's the sweetest little thing. He like gives yeah. Natasha everything she needs and does all the little helpful stuff. Yeah. I I love him. I think that he's such a great character. Um, I think that they did a really, really good job about his story. But I also want to know his backstory. Yeah, I do too. Sorry, I yawned. Uh, I, <laughs> I really would like to know just like a little bit more about him. And like just be a little bit more knowledgeable about him as an individual. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay, we're almost done, you guys. It's so exciting. And we have like a sizable, sizable? Seasonable chunk of <laughs> stuff. It's like almost 20 minutes. That's good. That's a good episode podcast length. Yeah. Um, I think we already did this question, but I'm going to go ahead and say it again just to like reiterate our thoughts on Alexi. Oh, Alexi. I mean, I, I know we um, talked about getting him out of prison, but I don't think that we touched about like no, him as a general character. As a character. I actually don't hate him which i thought that i would hate him more i find him a bit annoying that's fair enough but i think that he really cares and i know that in the beginning he's kind of just this selfish i was the greatest soldier i was like better than captain america Mm -hmm. uh he like trembled at my feet uh natasha like hangs out with him now uh, so we're besties again because he knows my daughter and, like, just, like, one of those kind of snarky peoples. Mm-hmm. He's like, are you on your period? Which is the worst thing you can ever say to a woman. Yes. If you have ever said that to a woman, I immediately don't like you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's nothing personal except it is. So, uh, so he's just, like, and, but then I think once they're at Malena's house and no don't say that it was real to me storms off and hides mm-hmm. and then he starts singing took the Chevy to the levee but the levee was dry it's just like that whole big thing was just like I'm so sorry I have hurt you yeah I care about you here is something that was important to you uh and I think it's, yeah, and I think it's also <laughs> important to mention that those were not their real parents. Both Elena and Natasha's real parents. <coughs> <coughs> oh boy! I'm good. We love bronchitis. Breathing <laughs> is fun, except uh, when you can't. <laughs> uh, um. But both Elena and Natasha's parents did die. Yeah, no, for sure. They kind of got... Yeah. Um, but, yeah. It's lunchtime. Ooh. Okay. Oh. And now we're going to start our interview watching. Yay. Yay. So are you having an interview for every episode? I am, because that's what Mr. Jones said I have to do. I'm only, I only have one episode with an interview. So, by the way, guys, this whole podcast is for a nine-weeks project that I'm doing at school. But I am going to continue to be making episodes. I need to come up with an, a schedule for posting episodes. Yeah, every episode I reiterate that I do not have a regular uploading schedule. 
yeah i, I, I kind of just i'm like just like four in one day yeah i'm just like kind of gonna upload as i get people to interview so let's watch an interview and i'm gonna try to post the link to this interview in and i just realized whenever i published the guardians of the galaxy episode i did not include the links I don't think that I included the links to the videos, so I will go back and edit those and include the links, but I will also include the link for this video. So let's go ahead and watch it. It's a short interview with only eight minutes. Oh, well, you're already three minutes into the... Hang on. We're just going to turn all the way up the volume. I'm sorry that the volume slash audio for this is terrible because i'm playing it from another phone and it's going into my crappy phone speaker so <laughs> bear with us i don't Question know you. i'm quite stubborn yeah you guys are you're both very you're, you're fiery salty we have the similar yes i really am america's ass i mean if you think about it <laughs> yeah there's some there's some there's some vibes i have to watch out for all the time ah. tries to trip me a lot <laughs> Um, into giving me hugs. <laughs> <laughs> so into giving me hugs. I love Forrest. I know, me too. He's awesome. I'm going to say it for everybody hugs. that's been thinking it and wishing for it. It's about time that you get your own movie. Oh, it's I about see. time. Yeah, I guess it's about time. <laughs> Ta -da! I'll be there whenever she says that. <laughs> no! It's funny because I've had a lot of kind of mixed reactions of <gasps> ultimate fate yeah. and endgame but for, for me it, it made so much sense that she would sacrifice herself not just for the greater good of humanity but but actually for her friends which was really at the heart of it and um you know yeah she's me a renner me a renner sophie's choice so let's set it up where we are in the the marvel universe with this movie because it's not a prequel it's like kind of a mid equal a me a mequel uh, yeah uh, that's a different that's a different movement that's happening soon exactly um it is a uh let's see how, how can i marvelize this for you it is, um, you'll get good to this too. Um, I'm just yeah, going to say absolutely nothing yeah. saying so much. This is obviously pre-Infinity War and post-Civil War. Okay. There. That's so you were already a badass. I used to have nothing. And then I got this. I cried at this part. This yeah. job. This family. I think what's interesting is to place it at this time. You already know the mythology of what she's going to do in those movies. And so how she got to that place a couple years before by reuniting with these people from her past. <laughs> There's this guy called the Red Guardian. He was groomed by the Soviet Union to be the counterpart to Captain America during the Cold War. They developed super soldiers and, uh, you know, the Red Guardian was... The Soviet Union's uh, answer to Captain America. Mason, my character, is kind of like a, a fixer. I love I, I Mason. I can get anybody anything they need. I got the okay. helicopter, for example. Oh, that's your work? I got I can the hook you up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is my work. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so Natasha uses me a lot to yeah. get anything from a safe house to equipment to anything. But we've kind of got a little bit of a, a history, should you say, a little bit of a frisson, you know, romantic undertones, if you will. And so... Um, 
that we were confirmed. Like, oh, I just got my girlfriend. No. Yeah. <laughs> there's some, there's some vibes, you know. There's some vibes, but it's, it's tough, you I know, when the it. person you're into is an international assassin. You know what I mean? It just makes, <laughs> makes relationships no, tough. No, then you, it keeps you in line. One right. wrong move. Right. It's just like for your draw. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry about it. I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. What makes Florence like somebody we really need to watch out for? Like the one to watch. I have to watch out for all the time. Pat tries to trip me a lot. Um, <laughs> Into giving me hugs. Into giving me hugs. I I mean it's so embarrassing to talk about something when they're right I can there. turn around. But um yeah. Florence <laughs> 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 is such a talented actor and she's the real deal. Yeah. She's she's an amazing scene partner and she's you know, she she just has a fresh take on everything and is, is just there, meets you right there. It's awesome. I, I I love working with her. The energy, I already I dig the energy between Well we haven't seen each other in a week, so Aww. we're just like, a lot of love. Yeah. I miss this one. Let's talk about this counterpart to Captain America. Yeah. Let's talk about the David Harbour and versus Chris Evans. Come on. <laughs> my waistline is a lot larger. So when I say things are bigger in this movie, I primarily mean my waistline. You are so nice. Yeah. No, because somebody talked about America's ass with me. And I think I didn't want to go there, but now I that you that mentioned it, is, it. I mean, it's what? It's a big part of the movies, right? That is America's ass. You know, he is the yeah. ass that is the ideal, but yeah. I really am America's ass. I mean, if you think about it. How are you most like Natasha? Um, I have, gosh, I, um, I think Natasha's really good at compartmentalizing, mm -hmm. and it's, it's both good and bad. You also sure. wear the, the exact same clothes. <laughs> yes. Every day. She every, wears every day wear the same. She wears these walking boots same. every day. Yeah, it's really hard to get around. That's a great them. choice. I'm like, Scarlett, give me the shoes. How are you most like, Yelena, in real life? Hairstyle mostly. Hairstyle mostly. <laughs> I love the two ponytails. Uh, no, I, 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 I don't know. Does she eat a lot? <laughs> I think, personally, if I would like to, I could answer uh, that yeah, question no, for you. I'm quite stubborn. Yeah, you guys are, you're both very, you're, you're fiery, salty. We have the similar, oh, salty. Yes. You're welcome. That's probably one of the coolest things about our relationship, is it's so much like, well, A, best friends, family, women, it's like, fighting and hate and anger but love and they come back together all the time and that's it's pretty cool to have these strong women uh basically fight everything together when you walk on this set how does it compare to like every other set that you smashes them all to the ground <laughs> uh no i mean it's 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 great i mean in particular you know i just love working with talented people and so kate our director is just she's extraordinary yeah they're all the toys and the guns and the old Copped up, but uh, yeah, it's working with great, lovely people. We have an incredible crew, but we have an amazing group of women who are just coming to work every day and just committed to making this something that's real and deep and visceral. There's a lot more security. Yeah. A lot of people don't want you to leave your sides around. It just feels big. Like the big action sequences mm -hmm. are enormous. When it really sunk in was at Comic-Con three weeks ago or something and we walked out and I, it was I, like, that's when I was like, oh, okay, it's happened. It's happening.
Knock you it back now. You didn't know about that fandom. She didn't tell no. you about that well, fandom. I kept her in the jar. Yeah. And yeah. I got a hat from it as well. <laughs> I needed well, a hat. Fashion free hat. Yeah, I managed to get my nephew to, to be an extra on one of the days. And so no, you really that's are. That's kind of nepotism hero. going on. Heck yeah. The training, is it the same? No, it's way harder because I'm older now. So everything is more painful. I mean, I think I'm in I'm in pretty good shape. Uh, She's you know. in great shape. Well, playing this role for as long as you have, like, keeps you. you got to kick butt a lot, so it keeps you. Yeah, I, I am. That's right. I get. I actually get paid to go mostly to the drag. It's so fun, though. It's amazing. It's so yeah. fun. And you get to do it on set with Scarlett, and you're like, what is my life? Aww. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, what, you what? see my rickety old body, and you're like, oh, no, I don't want that. <laughs> no. Yeah. At some point, we all have to choose. make you though to know not only i know you're teaching your daughter lots of good stuff but to know you're leaving like this legacy for her to see of this woman you know forever it feels like something that will be challenging to me and something that i've, I've never done before and i think that is something that i'm actually more um excited to show her if you know you can do something but you don't know quite how you're going to do it mm -hmm. you know taking that kind of risk and the reward that that's possible um is is really worth it Is it bad that I completely forgot that Scarlett had a daughter? A little bit. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Thoughts on the interview? I thought there were a lot of good points. Um, I love Florence, period, end of story. Yeah. I loved her in Little Women. I loved her in Black Widow. I love watching her interviews. She's just, she's the cutest little thing. I haven't watched Midsummer yet, but I'm pretty sure it's like a really scary movie and I'm really afraid to watch it, but it's okay. Um, but I really, I really love her as an actor. I think she's a wonderful actress and a, just like a fun person to, like, I, I would enjoy interacting with her. Yeah, I agree. I, I love, oh my gosh, I love, oh, oh my gosh, I literally just had his name in my head and I totally forgot who it was. Her little... Mason. Yes, Mason. Oh my gosh. I don't know why that's so hard for me to remember. Mason. I love Mason. I love him as a character, but I also, like, I just think, okay, do you remember whenever we were, okay, backstory, we've filmed this episode a long time ago, and now we're in present day land by, like, a long time ago, we mean, like, about a month ago? Yeah, like, when we first started. Yeah, so, how fun is that? So fun. Um, so... Oh my gosh, I got your episode up, I, we recorded ours before this one, and your episode is already up. Well. Well. You have one of mine up. I do, I have the Captain America episode up. That's the first episode that we have. Yes. Um, but... I loved, okay, so back when we were talking about it, about the questions, and we were like, I don't know if there's something going on between Mason and, and, uh, Natasha, but we kind of like it, and then the guy confirmed it, and I was like, oh my gosh, there is, it's actually Bye happening, Bye and also, <laughs> something that <laughs> I heard and from the questions was about the Hawk, the new Hawkeye season, I'm three episodes into it it's already come out and let me just say i love it okay i don't find out we don't find out about what happens in budapest though 
which sucks. So, here's my thing with Hawkeye. Oh, I plan on having a whole... Okay, great. Here's a snippet snippet of the Hawkeye Hawkeye episode. I hate him. Oh! (laughs) We were not... Like, I don't feel... Like, I didn't read the comics. No. And I very recently watched all of the Marvel movies, right? Yes. I don't feel like I know him. Well, you don't. No. Because it's Jeremy Renner. Also, I hate Jeremy Renner. (laughs) Jeremy Renner is a 0 out of 10 for me. He had an app where you could, like, buy a verification, and it was, like, a $30 thing. What's a verification? It was, like, a communications app. So, like... Like Instagram. Or something. Oh, where like people can... and then you could be like, oh, Jeremy loves me. I'm verified. Um, but it was thirty dollars, and it did nothing. Like you could, I think it promised like chats with Jeremy Renner and like nothing. So he totally scammed a bunch of people out of their money, and then interesting. That's a fact I did not know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he totally scammed a bunch of people out of their money. Also, I don't know. I just he's not. Not a fan. Not your cup of tea? No. Also, he's in that new show, Mayor of Kingstown, and every time the commercial comes on, I think they say Mayor of Kingston, and I'm like, no, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, no, Jeremy Renner does not get oh that privilege. God. He is not the Mayor of Kingston. That's awesome. <laughs> You're like, no, I am the Mayor of Kingston. <laughs> yes. I don't let a man tell me how to live my life. <laughs> All right. And that's something I thought was really cool with the interview was where she was yeah. like, we have a bunch of awesome women working every day yes. on this trying to make this, like, amazing. And I love that. I loved that. I love that there were, like, she was, I love that there were so many, like, girl bosses Because I don't feel like we get to, like, in the Marvel Universe, I don't feel like we get to hear about a lot of their really awesome female directors. No, we don't. I'm, we mostly hear just about Joe and Mark Ruffalo, and that's about it. Yeah, and, um... The brothers, like the main brothers. No, that's not, not Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Oh my gosh, I can't. Russo? Yes. There we go. Not Ruffalo. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But Please that's where I was me. like, like, that's pretty much all we hear about. Yeah, the Russo brothers. The Russo brothers. Which, they're wonderful directors. I'm not. Yes, no, they're phenomenal directors. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Like, creative writers. I think they. I think they wrote Stranger Things as well. Oh, they which did. Which is one of my favorite shows, period, and the story. So they're awesome writers. Let's not get, yeah. let's not sell them short on credit. But it would be awesome to hear more about the, you know. Women directors. Women. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I think, don't hold me to this, I think Hawkeye's directed by a, a woman. I think, do not hold me to this. I could be completely 110% wrong. Don't hold me to it. Don't come for me, please. But I think that Hawkeye is directed by a woman. Or it could be by the Russo brothers. One of the two. I'm still not going to watch it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I might it's just like, give in one day, but for the time being, it's, I'm it's, not going to watch it's, it. It's fine. All right, Kingston, thank you so much for being on the Black Widow podcast. Yeah. And you have a podcast out, too. I, I know we plugged it in the beginning, but you can... Okay. Give her a second plug. <laughs> My podcast is called Peppermint and Paperback. We review books, and we used to drink tea, but now I just keep forgetting to ask people to bring in tea, so I'm just like, please get on the call! <laughs> <laughs> 
but it's really awesome and it's really fun so you should definitely go listen to it apparently it's very good for listening to english classes <laughs> as we hear from our friends <laughs> All right, thank you guys so much for tuning in to Making Sense of Marvel. I will see you guys on the next episode, episode four. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, that is actually all the questions that we have for today and all the topics that we discussed. Let us know what you thought of the episode. If you want to add anything, you can email us. I'll have my email. Um, and... Yeah, th- Kingston, thank you so much for being on my podcast. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. It is actually our lunchtime, so this outro is going to be a little bit <laughs> shorter than an average outro. But um, I will see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Bye.